things that I love. We're going to hear an MCT after the day you want. Mind shut up. <laughs> <laughs> More specifically, Psalm 1 parents. I'm like, oh, Psalm 1 parents. I'm really good Psalm 1 parents. Me, really good at reggae. That's a cool Psalm 1, which is great. Um, that's a little bit about me. Nah, you're not so scared of me. You can approach me. Some of you are like, oh, why are you here? Why aren't you washing windows on the street? Uh, that's good. Uh, I do love these, so this is great. I love telling stories. As you heard, I used to tell stories um, for a living. Uh, Tonight's statement is bullshit. And when I was brainstorming what I was going to talk about, I kind of went through some of the ideas uh, that I was talking about. I thought about telling a fictional story, and at the end, like, ooh, bait and switch. I'm lying. Bullshit. Um, I also thought about playing, oh, or playing with words. I love playing with words. Do you know what saying uh, balls don't shit that angle? That must be a South Island thing. Uh, that's why I grew up like, kind of near farms. Like, well, if you lived anywhere in South Island, you kind of looked near a farm. Kind of farm. Uh, but that's the same as often said, they're all bullshit. Oh, balls don't shit that angle. Uh, so I thought I'd tell a story about my hernia. <laughs> Right as I'm about to leave to go to my um, rugby game, 
this thing happens where you kind of want to add bacon soda to the vinegar inside my, my digestive system. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, like, I was honestly the hard way to do it. I had to chuck myself and just like, whoa, bang, made it to the toilet. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought I was in the clear, so I off I went. I was like, yeah, gone. And that's what it is. Um, went to footy, had my game, felt all good. We went to change them afterwards, and then the stomach um, started annoying me. I was like, oh no, not again. Not again, all this way, all this way, it's all good. Try to flush it down with some water, get lots of beer, some more water, <laughs> and it, um, it got worse. The thing about it was, yeah, it started getting really, really bad. And yeah, at this point, I'm like, I've got to bail. Like, oh, I, need to go, I need to go home. I didn't want to, like, Go to what in the changing rooms. I don't know if you've ever been to any sports facilities with changing rooms, and particularly like rugby changing rooms, they're gross. The toilets are disgusting in the rugby club rooms. There's all these dirty things in there, like can't flush toilet and urine seeds and Aaron Smith. Uh, also, all sorts of dirty things. So, so I jump in my car, blasting, and I was like, I don't even make it here. So I'm driving home, I think I'm in the clear, I'm all good, I'm halfway home. It's starting to get a little bit tight down there. I'm like, oh, does anyone know what I'm talking about when you sort of clench your butt cheeks and you're like walking around? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, here's the thing, you can do that when you're standing, but when you're driving, it's really hard to. So, I was sitting driving, and then that two things of the way home, I sort of elevated my hip to this height. <laughs> I was in a manual, it wouldn't have worked, but I was in an auto, so it was okay. And I was like, oh, yeah. So I went up this hill. And I lived up to some crush it, and so I like, finally had a flat, finished flat, and I'm nearly home. I could just got that beach for like 20 seconds there. And as soon as I had the hill, whatever it is, it just felt like equilibrium now. <laughs> and I start panicking, I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> and it's like a really busy road, so it's not like you can pull over and just like relieve yourself from the side of the road. It's happening. So I'm driving up the road, and um, I just blow the sphincter. It's uh, <laughs> that was all of it. And the old little one just passed out. Yeah, honestly, it was horrific. And it was the weirdest sensation. <laughs> now, I was at full clinch and like full extension. Like, and I'm like, it's like spraying. Contained. That was horrific. Now, if you want to know something more of it, um, I, I have a terrible sense of fashion. Um, and I mean, some of you are looking at me like, why are you wearing polyfleece pants? Um, <laughs> these are the very pants that I was wearing. <laughs> it's kind of like track pant, lazy type thing, like absolutely, my girlfriend, you know, I just wait them on. So um, I've cleaned them, but anyway. <laughs> the thing that makes these pants really special is um, they're, they're made for the outdoors and trying to keep you warm in those mornings. But on the back of them, you can't really see, but I have this like, Black lining that there. It's what we call a water liner. Um, what it does is it means that I can sit on <laughs> wet grass or wet things and my butt won't get wet. So it's really good at protecting your skin from getting wet. It keeps water out. What I found out is it also keeps water in. <laughs> or just fluid in general. <laughs> so um, these pants, they're quite tight down here. Did anyone ever watch what now growing up? Yeah. So these are the same pants we always put 
these pants filled up big time. And they're so good at doing what they're supposed to do, they didn't leave. Also for my car, because there was no food in there. Like, legit, drawing pants for about 150 meters were just...
superior. Have you saw him before? No. I haven't told many people. It's not really something you tell everyone. It's a great. Circle of them into it. Push. What's that? Push back. Push back. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> I mean, I, I just want to like fill up a pair of those pants with my gum. Because it just sounds really cool. <laughs> I remember as well now. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you very cool. much. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Sometimes, like, 
makes these banana loaves and we've got like overripe banana and it's literally like a concrete block. <laughs> Sorry, I love you. But, um, but yeah, no, she can't make, so she does the manager side and the accountant stuff and my grandma does all the recipe and the like, stuff. Yeah, or no, she would like she to do that, she just invents them to start off with. That's so cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. What's your grandma? She is like stuck in my mind for some reason at 64, but I think she's like 72 now. <laughs> 71? Yeah, yeah. She's quite young. Yeah, 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 she is. <coughs> yeah. Um, what kind of acting stuff have you done? <laughs> <laughs> being on my list, I don't know. So I was, then I started getting all 
shaky and clammy, and I'm kind of getting a bit shaky now, because when I think of sad things or shit things happening to my body is the first thing that reacts, right? So um, first thing that goes is my appetite as well. So whenever I get stressed or sad, appetite vanishes completely, which is a result of a few things. I've got a head injury a few years back, and it's sometimes it's naturally how my body reacts, but that's kind of what it is. So um, sitting there a bit like shaky, and I was like, oh God, why am I doing this? Why is this? But anyway, continue writing anyway. And, um, but so then I kind of was thinking about like how my body reacts and because of I've been going through quite a lot of stress and chaos in my life and recently that I am quite small, like I am I'm not necessarily I'm I'm slightly underweight, so what, what I am definitely underweight, but for me I'm I'd like to be a little bit heavier than what I am. I'm naturally always small but I would like to be a bit bigger than what I am now. But beside the point that's kind of um that's kind of like what happens. And so when I get stressed, I stop eating. So some people when they get stressed, right, they stress eat. So they eat like chocolate ice cream, whatever they stress eat. And so, but what happens when you get stressed and you don't eat is not only are you feeling really fucking stressed and unhappy at the time, but you, there's literally a word hangry that is mixed with hungry and angry as a common thought feels because the two go hand in hand so well. Just another shout out to my partner James to deal with the bullshit things, babe. But, um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's not a good thing to be stressed and completely have your appetite disappear. And, it might, and so I don't feel hunger, I just go straight to feeling really nauseous. When you haven't eaten so long, you feel nauseous, that kind of feeling, and angry and all of that crap. And so I'm. Um, I'm kind of, you know, I'm, on the, I'm definitely on the smaller side, but that's not to a fault of my own. I have no dietary requirements, I don't have any allergies, I eat whenever I want to, I try it, I don't, I, you know, it's not any kind of lingo and reps if I have friends and family who are terribly affected by that, and it's awful that that is not me, and that is, I'm small because of this, and it's a different thing. So, that is me. And so from that half-back secret, I'll go on to my story. So, <laughs> so this is the way of at the beginning. So, Basically, a few months ago, we could see a play that ATC did, which is the Sun and Moon Collide. And I loved that. I don't know if you guys saw it. I loved the play. I thought it was amazing. I thought that the, they were incredibly strong actors on stage portraying a really love story, although I thought that the ending was somewhat flawed. I felt that the overall production was incredible. And so one of my friends was playing this character who um, essentially, it's what well, spoiler alert, by the way, about to tell you what kind of happens. Um, <laughs> Essentially, she is being sexually abused, and her coping mechanism <coughs> of being sexually abused is that she stops eating or regulates her food so that she becomes small, so that she becomes somewhat sexually unappealing to her abuser, and so that's her coping mechanism from my understanding of it anyway. And so we sit through this way, and I thought that was really interesting, and that was actually kind of more of a side plot to maybe the main story, but I thought on that idea on its own was a really interesting thing, because I thought it highlighted the fact that some people can be small, and it's for a whole lot of different reasons, and it's something that affected me personally, and I was like, man, I could go away and write a play about this idea solely, like, this is so cool. And so I came out of play, finished play, and me and my partner were there together, and um, waiting in the foyer for my friend to come out, and she came out, and it was all hugs, and well done, that's so great, blah, blah, blah. And then there was a family of about four adults and one, one kid, maybe about 15, who came up to us, and this kid, they came up to us because the girl wanted to explain to my friend how amazing she did, and so how incredible performance, and how much she affected her, and how brave she was on stage. My friend, she always wears her heart, and her performances, she's beautiful to watch. And, um, 
And I uh, you know, all the all the things that I've been told after that from the outside as well. So you know, it was sort of beautiful to watch in here. And then at the end of this kind of compliment thing, this woman who had seen sit there and seen this whole play goes to me and squeezes my arm and goes, Ooh, ooh, you need a pie. <laughs> And me, I'm so that's my partner is with me, who's acutely aware that this happens to me often. My friend, who is also quite small, so she gets this happen to her in her natural life as well as exploring this character's relationship with waiting for food intensely and emotionally for about a month in rehearsal. And then me, just sitting there, and I just was just like, holy crap, like, how can you sit there through this? whole thing and come away and say that to me. I mean, say that to me in the way like I find it quite outrageous anyway because people feel like I can't say anything with people who are overweight but as soon as someone who is underweight or they perceive as underweight, they feel they have every right to go up and invade their personal space, which I think is complete bullshit. You have no idea what the circumstances are and what is happening. So kind of just want to end this little story on like a public service announcement, PSA, which is PSA, I remember like was a public service announcement a few months ago, really terrible, <laughs> shit like that. But, um, but yeah, I just um, I just wanted to say that like I know that sometimes when you come up, people become a place of understanding and they're not happy with your size, I understand that it's still not okay. I do not want to make them feel repulsive in public because whatever logic that was made, you leap from looking at someone and thinking they are slightly underweight to then invading their personal space and saying something about it. It leaves me the rest of the day feeling completely disgusting and repulsive. And that's sad because I feel good in my body and I'm all for body positivity. And on that note, I just want to recommend a few body positivity Instagram accounts because I think that now that I have this platform as a privileged white female, I can give these people that don't necessarily have this platform. And one that's really amazing is that underscore feeding underscore of underscore that underscore fox. <laughs> a little bit lengthy, <laughs> not my choice personally, obviously, but this is a really amazing um, body positivity Instagram account that deals with not only weight issues but disability issues and a whole lot of different things like that and how we perceive them in, in the world and all that. So I just kind of encourage you to all think about things a little bit more on that topic and that is my story of bullshit. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> 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 
yeah, there's lots of players to ride. Like, there's about five going on. I've got this like, I don't know, canvas that comes up from my shoulders and my room that's been sitting there that I've been like, I'll put it away when I'm not using it, but it's just, just been sitting there now. I've just been kind of writing like two sentences on, and that's the place start. But uh, there's, there's heaps of other things, don't there? And that kind of thing. Cool. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. 
That's my bank account. Sex. You said a little bit about sex? No, a little bit about sex. <laughs> a little bit about sex. <laughs> 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 I 